Yo, I'm Samuel Sarfo. I'm Adam Dash. And welcome to the Sound Centric Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you're an indie artist, don't forget to send us your stuff, you know, so we can support you yeah, and not through. the shady record labels. But let's get to it. You don't waste your guys' time. Yes, sir. Okay, my guy, haven't seen you in, I guess, two weeks, a week? Yeah, it's been um, a while. What, what have you been up to? What's your playlist title? Yeah. Um, how are we feeling? Man, it's been honestly a grind. Honestly, I'm just trying to get organized in the summer, trying to like put everything together because I have so much to do. Yeah. I told you about my EP already, working on that. And yes, sir. It's just a lot going on. But yeah, I was listening to, honestly, a lot of good shows, um, chilling. I'm watching Sopranos, almost done. I'm about to finish. I'm about to get I to Stranger Things, which you've been gassing up so much. That's my goat show. Yeah. I Did you finish part two already? Yeah. We yeah. came out. <laughs> I, I still need to watch that. That, um, Peaky Blinders, um, the old the Kenobi series, and a couple more. Well, there's so many good shows out there I need to catch up to. I've also been binge watching a lot of Russ stuff. I get Russ gets a lot of um, flack, and I don't know your opinion on Russ. Like a lot of people do hate him, but dude, this guy is incredible. Um, first he dropped the Paddington freestyle, which at the end was the Steven Muela logo. If you don't know Steven, yeah. this guy usually calls this nature well. Mm-hmm. Shout to him. And he went on tour with Russ. He did all the um, yep. videos for his tour, which were also just like really cool. Like I forgot it was him doing it, and they're, just, like, they're objectively very cool videos. Incredible, man. And I didn't even know it was him because I know he was at the uh, the the, fe- not the festival, but the concert lineup, basically the whole concert, uh, uh-huh. um, the concert festivals he was doing. But he actually continued to work with him, and it seems like they're going to be a collaborative duo. So that's so awesome. And then also yeah. just the fact that the fact this guy can produce – songwriter, engineer. He did it all himself. Dude, he put out 11 albums before he even blew up. So like, I've just been studying and watching his interviews, figuring out, okay, um, as an indie artist, how should I move? Where should I move? And the fact that you do it all yourself. I saw a tweet by Andrew Kelly. And basically, it was, um, it was like the original tweet was from somewhere else. Basically, um, an artist didn't pay his producer and they were kind of PO'd. Um, but basically, artists like, you can drop it or I'm going to sue you. But the thing is, the producer never told the artist that it was up for charge. And I've been there before. I've been with producers mm-hmm. where like, in the beginning, like, oh, it's not about the money, man. Screw the money. You, you, you're getting the chemistry going. Yeah. The creative juice is flowing. Then right when the song is fire and it's ready to go, oh, yeah, fam. Uh, you want to show me that demo real quick? 300? Bro, yeah. what are you talking about? It's a hard place to be in when you don't have an actual agreement in front of mm-hmm. you. Um Especially if you're getting beats from like YouTube, like I do, and you might just lease a beat and you don't really know, and the artist might lease a beat. But for the, yeah, <laughs> I don't even know. But for for Andrew's case, that he had to take he had to take down a full project because it just wasn't worth arguing with this guy. Mm-hmm. But um, it's a sad thing, and it's more of a learning lesson that if you are an artist that is getting beats from a producer, like ask them, like, am I paying for this? Or are you giving me this for mm-hmm. free? So when they do go on Twitter and try to blast you, you got them receipts. Yeah. Them up. Man, shout out to my boy um, Destro. He's my producer, but like everything we do is in-house, collaborative. Yeah, until um, you and blow up. At the end, yeah, until you blow up. Like, that's what it should be, dude. Like, I, okay, listen. I understand producers and engineers don't get a lot of, don't get a lot of love. Like, I get it. Like, people keep glamorizing these artists, and people don't realize the only reason they sound good is because a the engineers make them sound good, or b the yeah. artist sucks and the beat just slaps. And no one ever gives credits to the producers. I get it. Um, and I get you have to get your cut. But sometimes just like when you're in the beginning, like, bro, you're not freaking Timbaland. You're like a nobody. Just find a group, make music. And once you blow up, you're cool. You're making bread. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think yeah. you just got to do it for the like, 
like obviously you always have to be focused on growing your audience and stuff, but I think mm-hmm. you gotta do it for the love of it and just try to find a rapper. If you're say you're a producer who makes music for rappers, find a rapper that you're generally a fan of who's on the come up and try to do it together and kind of try to find that sound for him. That's um, what it should her. be. That's what it should be, man. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Forty Drake, um, there's more. I was gonna think. I couldn't think of any. You put that one on the spot. I was trying to think. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm, I'm on the spot. That's why. <laughs> I mean, fuck. Who's the guy who um Cole always works with? Um, oh, Elite. If you know him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He only works for like Dreamville people for the mm-hmm. most part. So he's, yeah. he does a lot of Ari Lennox music, but he's stuck mm-hmm. with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Kendrick has uh, Ali. Oh yeah, mixed by Ali. Amazing. Yeah. So oh, yeah, they all have, like go to. They all have go to people that they know know what mm-hmm. they should be sounding like. It just, it just makes it more easier, um, helps you experiment because you feel like in a good way, you feel safe with that person that like they'll mm-hmm. push you and they'll kind of know how to like push your sound with you. When do you think is the best date to release for indie artists? Not on Fridays, During first the, and foremost? No, not on Fridays. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Um, I think Tuesdays, was that the original time that albums came out? Was it Monday mm-hmm. nights into Tuesday or Tuesday nights into Wednesday? Yeah. Um, whatever night it, whatever yeah. night it was initially. That's mm-hmm. probably the best for indie artists. Um, and I liked actually another thing Andrew Kelly said. He noticed how when he posted his album covers, that tweet got so much love. The album mm-hmm. wasn't coming out for another month, so he said he's going to start releasing the album covers like the day of the album, which mm-hmm. I honestly think is a pretty good idea for indie artists because that initial reaction to the cover does get that just that first reaction from people and fans. Yeah, and if it co- if it goes along with the release, that might be better for indie artists. If you're a more established artist, it's good to have a rollout. But for indie artists, it might be smart to like wait that day so people are like shocked with like how cool it is and they immediately press play instead of thinking is it's it, cool and then having to wait two weeks. Is it bad to not repost it again a second if you're time? The yeah, if you're the artist. Oh, no, no. You have to keep reposting it. I think mm-hmm. Morgan said this, but she's like, I worked so hard on this album. like I'm going to be annoying for a week. Like <laughs> if, you, if you put the work in to make your album, repost as much as possible. Yeah. Like Might as well be annoying about it. Just try not to know your you fans too much and those following you. Are, yeah. That's happened to not me be, once. <laughs> not, not be literally annoying, but like be proud of yeah. what you did and don't shy away from marketing it because you did make it and no one else is going to market it for you because you're an independent artist. It's Facts. on you to do it. I won't say his name, but I was following him and he is fire. But the way he promoted himself, bro, every day, he'll just copy his tweet of whatever and just put it on every single hip hop form. Yeah. After that, I'm like, yeah, bro, I got to <laughs> So I know, know. What you're talking about, <laughs> but even like the Chance the Rapper song with um mm-hmm. <clears throat> the first one he made with uh not Vince Staples with um Vince uh what's his name fucking um, uh, oh Joey collabs with him. Oh. no not Joey oh Vic Vic Mensa Vic Mensa Vic Mensa mm-hmm. um that song I'm like oh this is cool it came up on my Instagram every single day as an ad to the point where I'm like okay, now I don't fuck with this song <laughs> but now now this, this is showing up a little <laughs> too much for me. And when you got the ins and outs and you know people and you know where, that's what can happen. Yeah. They control the ads. But with yeah. all of that, um, I've also been listening to a lot of Dominic Fike. Um, so I'm going to name my playlist title Euphoria because he wasn't okay. Euphoria. And the headlining song would be a song by him called Three Nights. I may have already done uh, that. So I'll pick phone numbers. Him and uh, uh, yeah, um, I know almost, Kenny numbers. Beats. Yeah. Kenny Beats. Shout right, out so. Kenny. Yes, sir. How about you, my guy? How have you been? I mean, I've been good. Um, last week I got to see Joey Badass um, in Philly. Yes, that sir. was awesome. He was an amazing performer. Um, I was a little sad just because, yeah, clap it up for Joey. Um, <laughs> Actually, so no. Pushed... <laughs> no clapping for Joey so, after him pulling out yeah, his album. Yeah, yeah. 
So he actually made jokes about that. How, mm-hmm. like he he knows that everyone thinks he did it mm-hmm. for that reason for Drake. Um, he was an amazing performer. Sadly, obviously, the album didn't come out, so it wasn't like he was performing his new album. Mm-hmm. But he was taking everyone on a trip through his discography. So it's very rare you get to see an artist perform the songs that they made ten years ago that got them big. Like if you're going to a fuck, I don't know, you're going to a Kendrick show. He's not doing like um, Backstreet Freestyle, even though you want him to yeah. do it. You know what yeah. I mean? So it was cool seeing him do, um, come and do. Why am I blanking on the whole entire album? He got to do 1999, then going before the money, and he was doing all the songs. It was really sick, and he, I think he might have like the best rap voice of all time. It is the same thing live. He's got that New York voice. Um, when he was doing um, "Love Is Only a Feeling," like his singing mm. voice was good. Uh, he killed it. That was a really fun time. I'm trying to think if I saw anyone else since we last met. I mean, I saw Pusha T the other week. Yeah. Um, also yeah. an amazing performance. You're getting all the um, good artists. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I'm seeing anyone re- soon. I might see IDK. Um, okay. That's going to be a smaller show, so I'm excited for that one. Um, he's underrated. Can, he's actually pretty nice. He's IDK. really good. He's, he's performing for like a 500-person crowd, but I low-key think. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe not, but I would think he could do like a bigger crowd. Even That's Joey's – this place, T- the TLA in Philly, he's around mm-hmm. like 1,500 people come, 1,000, mm-hmm. 1,500 and Joey was like, yeah, I do I've done this the same exact venue every year for 10 years. He's like, y'all gotta get put your friends on. Like, I gotta go to the next yeah. the next venue. Um, but it is impressive from Joey's point of view to go five years without releasing an album, then go on tour it's sold out. It's an impressive feat. Not everyone can do that. Like Joey well, Badass has he did Joey Badass has what do you say? He did finesse you. Oh, he finessed me completely. <laughs> but it was a good show. And the fact that he has people five years later still coming to a show to see the same show he basically put on five years ago mm-hmm. is an impressive feat. Not everyone can take that break and come back. And it's because like he has so much esteem to him that people still believe he can be the best rapper in the game. And that's why we're all so excited for the release. I still so, do, um, man. I love yeah. him. I, I've like, like you said, he has... I wouldn't go as far as what you said to call him the greatest voice in hip-hop, but he definitely has yeah. one of my personal favorites like ever. Incredible. Really voice. And he has a lot of potential, I've, too. We don't need, I think we debated this before, but I think Cole mm-hmm. is the best voice in hip hop ever. Okay. Okay, Cole's good. No, I'm just kidding. Definitely, I would definitely say one of. I wouldn't say. Okay. Actually, I can see it now. Thinking about it really, really. I could say top 10, honestly. Definitely top 10. I think objectively. Like as a fan, I, I'll put objectively? it Objectively? I think it's objectively a top 10 voice. It's a really good voice. Like there's certain voices that can get annoying in hip hop. Like, don't say have, it. why the. Why? You think I'm going to say Kendrick? Oh, no, no, no. Okay. What do you think I was going to say? Oh, no. I like to throw Logic under the bus again or something. Oh, no. I mean, Logic <laughs> doesn't have the, Logic does have like so, a voice that could get annoying. Um, but there's people who have like high pitchy voice or really deep mm-hmm. low voice, like Biggie. That's not for everyone when they hear it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Cole has a really, really good voice. Yeah, um, but my my pr- My playlist title, I guess I'm going to throw in the highs and the lows. Okay. Uh, Joey and Chance, the dope song. That would be the name of the playlist. And uh, just now dealing with the stresses of the summer. But uh, the highest game to see some live concerts was really awesome experience. And big, um, big question for you: Has Mr. Morales grown on you in any way, shape, or form? Um, we will be discussing the top ten albums of the, oh, of the okay. year so, so far. We'll get there, we'll and get there. you okay. will see. Um, you will not like my answer. Um, <laughs> but to get into some hip hop news, my favorite producer of all time, most likely. Yeah, my favorite. For nostalgic purposes, he's the man who got me into rap music a lot. DJ Fair Premier enough. just announced today. Um, I'm not sure when we'll release this episode, but announced today, uh, July 11th, he's releasing an album called Episode One. 
that will be featuring Nas, Lil Wayne, Joey Badass, Run the Jewels, Remy Ma, Rhapsody, Slick Rick. Um, the, I'm so excited because these days, if you see DJ Premier featured on the track, it's usually just doing scratches, which is fine. That's what he's known for. But I'm excited to hear some like new Premier beats with all these guys. One of them is Lil Wayne featuring or Lil Wayne and Slick Rick. So storytelling's gonna be crazy. Um, one of them's Remy Ma Rhapsody. They're gonna be running shit on that. I'm really excited for this project. Bro, that's disgusting when people do that. Imagine going to DJ Premier and be like, yo, can I just have some scratches? Yeah. Like, go beat yourself up. Like, what's wrong with you? Bro, I need some of these, <laughs> I need more of these rappers getting the primo beat. I mean, yeah. um, Con- Conway's gotten a couple. Um, but a lot of these people, yeah, they just use them for the scratches. <laughs> so he deserves, he deserves that placement on these. These people should be begging DJ Premier that's what to I'm get saying. a song by him. Mm-hmm. He's so many famous beats. Uh, and he makes them all he doesn't he's not the type of producer who just sends you 10 beats and says pick it he like makes the beat for you mm-hmm. like they they have a conversation like what's the vibe mm-hmm. like some artists might just get a beat pack 100 beats but nah premieres he's lacing it up for you it's a different different type of level different type of mode um it's kind of funny when he sent this to me i thought this was one song for some reason like, yeah. this is a super he was, team. He was, yeah, he was teasing the Nas release, yeah. so we thought it was just going to be a single, but not a full mm-hmm. project. So this Him is a full project by DJ Premier. Yeah. With all, all these him. features. Okay, I yeah, think it's it was called, a Nas it's called Episodes 1, so that means there's more on the way. Okay, say less. Hey, man, I'm excited. I love Primo. He's actually my second favorite producer. I do love him. But Dr. Dre, man, that guy. Yeah. Uh, he, I, I, Can't yeah, Dr. Wrong. Dre's probably number one. Yeah. Um, and other news, something we just found out, Eminem releasing the sequel to Curtain Calls 2, or Curtain Calls, with Curtain Calls 2. Um, I'm going to give this a with, clap. I don't want to hear none of your negativity. <laughs> and we have to mention it. Not sure it's the official cover because it's not coming. this is coming from On Thin Ice. Shout out On Thin Ice. They always got the info. Mm-hmm. Um, the worst cover I've ever seen in my it's life. It's not that bad, yo. Like, I, I, I looked look on Twitter, and it's I'd like rather 50-50. go with the black Donda, the black screen. <laughs> It's um, not that bad. A lot of people were thinking originally, have you seen his current call one cover and the theme like Eminem show encore, current call, it's him in a suit. Yeah. Um, it makes sense why he wasn't going to continue that. Some people speculated about it, but it's a new M. This is more like M being himself, like like yeah. nerdy M, just, fun arcade, video yeah, game type M. Yeah, yeah, he's always been very into um, <clears throat> comic books and stuff like mm-hmm. that. There's just a little too much going on this cover. It's just a little too like, I like the idea of going for a comic book type cover. Mm-hmm. I was like he's a, always been obsessed with comic books. Yeah, but this this is a little it's a little too much. Yeah, I think I think you're hating. I feel I feel like it's worse. Like CLB, I, I saw on Twitter someone said CLB better. Well, that's absolute cap. <laughs> yeah, CLB's just emojis. I don't know. <laughs> At least that relates to the what came on CLB. Mm-hmm. Maybe that covers grown to me. I don't know. Maybe I'm just hating on Eminem. I maybe think it's just so. instant reaction. I think that this is actually a really smart business move because, again, after dropping Revival, which wasn't received well, um, Kamikaze, which was good, but again, it came and went, and it was just disses. Um, a and B of Music to be Murdered by, which, again, some people still feel iffy about. The question is, what would Eminem do next? Like, no one knows. Like, think about it. Like, what? Yeah. where would Eminem go next? And it's like another album. Just wait until it's very, very incredible before you drop it. So it's either he makes a Bad Meets Evil 2 with Royce again or this, which I think is a smart business move to remind everyone, even though, I was amazing the first half of my career. The yeah. second half is still just as good. <clears throat> I feel like the fans just want to see him on some underground shit. Like, mm-hmm. join that. Like, you you sign these guys Griselda and you're seeing the success. And they, like, those are your real fans. 
Yeah. Like you have, you have the success. You don't need to pander to a wider audience. Mm-hmm. Like I think the fans, the same thing the fans want from Drake is just like, yo, come out with Mad Lib and all these are like ninth wonder and just rap on some of like these beats. Yeah. And the underground fans will go crazy. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, you're right. Because he does a lot of the pop beats, right? Sometimes he may do pop and stuff mm-hmm. infused, and it's like, oh, M, like, you know what I mean? Like, have you heard, have you heard the song Stepdad by M? Yeah, everyone hates that track. <laughs> but it's like, that was an alchemist beat, and that's what you did with that. It's kind of like, I know I know you're trying to have fun, but it's like, I know you can do a lot better than that. And just yeah. hop on more hip-hop beats, less, um, you know... DA got, DA got that dope, you're fire, but like, let's lay, lean off the trap piece and let's yeah, get yeah. to your old bag, you know? I, yeah, and you, we mentioned it before, but yeah, like Alchemist is your personal DJ. Yeah. My guy, just get the get the collab tape, just you and Alchemist. Yeah. I don't know. Over some but, like yeah. dark ass beats. Um, but going along with Eminem, I mm-hmm. was curious, who well, are some of your favorite rap alter egos of all time? Because I've always loved rap music mm-hmm. because I've always compared it to comic books. I really like when rappers drop like series of albums and songs. I think that's mm-hmm. really cool. Such as like Dead President or mm-hmm. The Heart Part 1, 2, to five, mm-hmm. 5. And I think it's really cool when there's alter egos in raps where an artist feels like <clears throat> they may be viewed in one way. So mm-hmm. this is a great way for them to show off another persona or something they've always wanted to express. So um, what's yours? So yours? you'll actually be shocked by this, but me and Adam were arguing a little bit before because... He said he was looking for, you know, obviously some people we could use to debate for the alter ego. And I mentioned Hove and Jay-Z, how there's Hove, Sean Carter, and Jay-Z. And he's like, that's not an alter ego, which I do understand. It's not like a clear-cut thing like Slim Shady and Eminem, but it's still an alter ego. I even gave this boy the receipts on 444, (laughs) but he lays it word for word. Screw on that pretty Sean Carter, boy. This is Hove. He's telling you. And he said in interviews, there's a difference between Sean Carter, the honest guy, grew up in the hood, whatever, and, you know, Hove, you know, big man Hove, big man Hove. I, I understand your argument, but mm-hmm. I think when you have an album like Reasonable Doubt, mm-hmm. which is also a very conscious album, mm-hmm. he wasn't rapping from Sean Carter on that album. He's rapping as Jay-Z. But that's the same type of rapping he's doing on 444. That's like very raw and honest. So maybe he created for like, maybe he's like changing it up now. Like it's different. Mm-hmm. But like that was Jay-Z or Hove. That was all, that was all three of them. Hey I think man. so. It's I think his words, not mine, bro. So I think I'm basically saying it's his <laughs> fault for like drawing the line in the sand mm-hmm. like 20 plus years into his career to no, be like, yeah, this. Before. Has because it, maybe you think he about has. his career, he did the Conscious album once, A Reasonable Doubt. Then he started doing bling bling rappers like Big Pimp yeah, and all yeah. that fun stuff. Then he's like, hey, screw all that. I'm a businessman now. So now it's Blueprint, Black Album, Top 5. So he continued that with American But on Gangster. that album, was he saying, yeah. like, yo, this is this is Sean Carter, or this isn't Hove? He in might interviews, have. in interviews, in interviews, he made a distinction. Yeah. How there's a there's a line and basically basically how hip hop, which I thought was kind of interesting, but he said that hip hop is an art. It's an art where it's not a hundred percent true. And hip hop, almost every rapper, if not all, they all cap. They all lie in their rhymes. Yeah. Um, and that's just kind of the, the the sport essentially. So basically to make that caricature, hove, whatever, Eminem doing some shady, you know, people act in a certain way yeah, to, yeah. to be seen seen in a certain light. Yeah, and we were talking before this about Brent Fiaz. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about his album in, in a little bit. Mm-hmm. But like, do I actually think that he is this like evil of a person to girls? I mean, I'm hoping not. <laughs> I don't th- I don't think he's actually like this. Maybe he's the coolest motherfucker ever, or he's just like adding a little bit of a persona to him yeah. that gives him like that cocky look. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, I mean, do what you gotta do. Mm-hmm. Like artists act tough, and like not like it's okay. Most people aren't tough, 
mm-hmm. and like gonna run up on you. But like it's part of it's part of hip hop culture that like you talk like that. I mean, Martin Scorsese wasn't in the mafia, but he makes mafia movies. <laughs> Bars. Um, so it's, we're kind of mad like at that. him. His take on Avengers movies, Rick, you're still kind of upset at him. He's still a dope though. He but... says not it's not cinema. Yeah. <laughs> but it is it is true that there's so much like everything is superheroes nowadays mm-hmm. that I'm watching the boys on Amazon Prime superhero yeah. movie, I'm superhero show. I'm watching Umbrella Academy on Netflix superhero show. Mm-hmm. And like it's just every movie nowadays, every big big actor is doing superhero stuff. Um Bro, send it back my to the way. Original... So, send it my way. Back... That, that list. Send it my oh, way. Oh yeah, yeah. I got you. Umbrella Academy. I answer, yeah. I'll answer your get question back... though. Um, oh, yeah. Because you <laughs> said the answer. But I was gonna say you're surprised because when it comes to Eminem, although Slim Shady is funny and dope, that's not what I love about Eminem. Like Eminem, like uh, all the Slim Shady stuff is not what I appreciate, yeah. what gravitates me. It's like real Eminem when Eminem is being raw. Like I'm talking about beautiful, not afraid, lose yourself, okay. eight mile, um, sing for the moment. So yeah. I want to go, um, I'm not going to cat, man. I might go Nikki. When Nikki, like 2008 to 2012, Nikki, oh my God. And that monster verse, when she does that, Oh my god! I love that shit. And I talk. I'm gonna release a Twitter thread about this, but um, what's it? It's Roman Zelansky is the name of it, and she's like, it's a. She describes it as a great, a gay British man, which is like that's a crazy thing to. Yeah, that's how she describes Roman Zelansky, her alter ego, <laughs> and she's a bunch of them. I'm. Uh, I can't say I know Nikki's discography fully, but yeah. then there's a. I think like Martha Zelansky is the mother, and they have like arguments. Oh. Like there's there's a she's whole deep history. Yeah, yeah, she's in deep with it. Um. <laughs> I mean, I've always loved Slim Shady with like mm-hmm. as as the world turns and mm, songs like yeah. that where it's just like so like he has a rhyme for everything and it keeps going with the story like mm-hmm. dun, 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 go go gadget dick like, you know. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Slim Shady's definitely up there for me. Yeah. Um, again, I, like I said, like I do love that, but I feel like it's a disservice to say that because to to pick him as my favorite because I really love Eminem as the rapper yeah. and Marshall Mathers less yeah. than Slim Shady. And then there's goats we can't. We can't not mention such as MF Doom, who has mm-hmm. like Victor, which is already an alter ego in itself from mm-hmm. his real, I don't know his real name off the top. But then there's Victor Vaughn. So um, he's got all that. I mean, Tyler Crater's always had so many. Um, mm-hmm. Igor being the latest one of being a different yeah. alter ego. So honestly, that I mean, that could be my favorite just because it's such a good album. Mm-hmm. And it is a really interesting storyline to go with it. Yeah, so Igor um, and Tyler for you. Igor and Tyler. I think it's a, I think it's a pretty cool. It's an alter ego because he made a whole album of it, mm-hmm. and yeah. I think it was a really good story. And yeah, it's much different from his normal self. So I'll, I'll go with him. And um, the fact that he dressed up too, he had the whole wig yeah, and everything the, the like blonde, that. Yeah. And re- although you go, I was just I just really love when artists do this. I think it's a cool yeah. thing. And like Logic being like the biggest hip hop student ever. I mean, he's got oh, his yeah. uh, Doctor Destruction album mm-hmm. and. I mean, he's always had like Bobby Tarantino as like yeah. his like wilding out. That's kind of similar to the Sean Carter Hove. That's like yep. Logic, and there's Bobby, and then there's Bobby Tarantino, who's like the cocky one. That's a really good comparison. And like again, I know Nick is one of my favorites, and I guess to me, she is one of the goats. But another maybe goat. I don't know. Some people, some people put her up there. Some people don't. But Cardi B is finally back. And I know you were talking earlier, like man, I hate when artists think they can take five year hiatuses, whatever. She dropped in she 2018 can. with Invasion. She's yeah. back now, and it's been a minute. Um, I was watching some interviews, too, um, basically about how she had problems with the label, as always. Well, hard as always have problems with the labels. Always. But basically, I feel kind of bad for her because she's like, man, I'm trying to make uh, – I like it like this record. I'm trying to make a, 
be careful record. I'm trying to make these records. I'm like, bro, like stop making records for your fans. And your fan base is so wide. I mean, you're gonna end up being like Drake and piss everybody off. And yeah. <laughs> to honestly never mind. But just do yourself. Yeah, I think I mean I think she is of this status to go five years. I think she's one of those people. Mm-hmm. Okay. And yeah, I think I think she can go. So she just dropped the new song with Lil Durk and Kanye. Um, the Yay verse is not good. Um, I'm personally not a Lil Durk fan of when he raps. I like him when he's more melodic. So I didn't even care for that. But it's like a, it's a good song for Cardi. Um, yeah, I was kind of disappointed. I didn't yeah. like it like that. Uh, no this, pun this new Kanye. It's it's one of those people that like if you get a verse from Ye, I think it's hard to tell him to re-record mm-hmm. the verse. Um, but I'm sure she wasn't like, yes, it's the dopest Kanye verse ever. Yeah. On the other hand, you have um, it's one of my favorite songs ever. And I'm blanking. What's the song with Tyler, Lil Wayne, and Kanye? Tyler, Lil Wayne, and Kanye? Yeah. Oh, is this on Cherry Bomb? Bomb. Yeah. I forget the song. I know what you're talking about, though. The one on Cherry Bomb, yeah. I'm really mad. It's one of my favorite songs ever. But on that verse, Kanye said he heard Lil Wayne rap and Tyler, and he said he didn't rewrite his verse. And that's like, (laughs) that was dope. Kanye always has to rewrite his verse. (laughs) That's the life of Pablo Kanye, where he was kind of getting back in his bag. Uh, That's a fire verse. Yeah. Um, no, he always writes his verse. Remember Forever? He said, I heard Eminem. I called off appointments. It was three days. I was writing, yeah, writing my verse. Oh, my god! I was just seeing a story of um, this rapper, Dreezy, who's from Chicago, mm-hmm. a dope rapper. And she said Kanye told her, like, we're going on the private jet to, like, Hawaii or something to make music. Mm-hmm. And she got, like, all the way to the private jet. It's her first time ever. She was, like, talking crazy on social media, like, hey, we got the private jet. And Kanye <laughs> called and was like, yeah, I'm not coming. <laughs> He's wild. <laughs> he just did oh her dirty. He's waiting wait in the airport. Oh, Kanye really would do something like that. Uh, uh, do you think Cardi B is, um, I want to say top five, but do you think she's definitely up there just because of her influence and impact and her miraculous uh, Grammy win in 2018? Yeah. I mean, even she said recently about the Rolling Stone, she was like, at Rolling Stone, like, why do you guys do me like that? Because they purposely, mm-hmm. like, they fucked her. Like they threw her mm-hmm. under the bus to get clicks on their article. And like everyone has to start roasting Cardi B, but like she didn't she doesn't even I'm I know for a fact she does not agree that her album's better than Nomadic. Oh, so it's yeah, like yeah. you all did her dirty. Like she knew it. <laughs> it's like there's no way you guys think that. Um yeah. I Cardi like isn't No, I like Cardi. Mm-hmm. Um I don't think she has enough maybe material out for her to be mm-hmm. a top rapper. And I'm not sure she has really the influence. Like, I feel like Nikki has so much influence and different styles. That I think that's, like, part of it. And I think it's cool seeing Megan kind of experiment with these styles now, and she's getting more into her. I like the new song she had. I forget what it's called. but Oh, recently? Kinda, that drop? Yeah, you know the one oh that was, God. like, over more West Coast beat? And it's going hard. hard. So I think it may, might take another album. I mean, she only has Invasion of Privacy, I think, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah. Um, yeah, surprisingly we'll so. So we'll see. And then hopefully maybe if she does pull through, she can get higher up the list. I was also listening to a lot of Nipsey too. So along with Russ, I was listening to a lot of Nipsey. He's Again, someone how he came way up. more. Dude. Um, so basically, um, the killer was actually pleaded guilty. So that's a good thing. And hopefully that kind of kind of eases things. But man, I remember I knew Nipsey from the double XL. Freshman, I saw him. I heard a little bit. And I won't, yeah, I'm not going to be a fake fan. Uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm not, I'm not going to be a fake fan of this thing. I've always been bumping him. But I knew him because of that. I yeah. heard a couple songs by him. But once he dropped Victory Lap, dude, I was all in. And when he passed away, yeah. like, what is it, a year or same year? Year or same year? Same year. Same year. I mean, that killed it's me, bef- It was before the Grammys came out that year. 
not killing me because not only is he actually making amazing art, but he the way he came up, like my god, yeah. And mm-hmm. what he did for his community, where he was buying, he had bought a whole shopping center that was full of all just um black people owning different mm-hmm. um, stores and stuff. And <clears throat> he did, I mean, he was independent, I think, fully for his mm-hmm. entire career. And he did this thing. I think he sold every album for a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Like that was his marketing. And I remember hearing Jay Z bought like a hundred of them or something. Um, and this is not to other independent artists. I don't think any artist can do that now to sell a tape for a hundred dollars. <laughs> But at the time, and what hip hop was like, um, he's a pioneer for independent artists, and the way that he went about it, and what he was rapping about was always empowering others and his community. So yeah, it's uh, one of the biggest losses ever to hip hop. Dude, that year was bad. Mac and him, like bro, that was a, that year was slow completely. That was that was a bit too much. A it's bit crazy. too much. Ugh. I but, I think yeah. all the time the music and collaborations that Mac Miller would mm-hmm. be doing right now, and it makes me so sad. It hurts, doesn't he, it? Dude sucks. He was so he was twenty six. Yeah, I think I have Mac somewhere on my ceiling. Mm-hmm. Can't see it. Yeah, you can't see it on the video, but he, he's oh. up there. I got the kids poster. <laughs> we'll take your word. <laughs> <laughs> um, then we had some amazing albums come out on um, oh, this yeah. past week. Um, some that have made my top ten out. Al- could be recency bias. We'll see. Okay. But I have them in my top ten albums of the year list. Mm-hmm. But coming up first, we have Brent Fias coming yes. in finally with his album Wasteland. Mr. Toxic. And I'll be honest, coming toxic as hell. Coming yeah. into this, I was fearful because I'm like, I know a bunch of these songs already, and mm-hmm. there's a bunch of skits on it that are very vivid. They're very, <laughs> you're really, you're really there, especially that last skit. If you know, what I'm talking yeah. about the car crash. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, this album's incredible, yeah. and for one, and you've heard me um, kind of criticize the track "Wasting Time." Mm-hmm. Amazing. I take it back. Good. There we it's, go. It's amazing. Yes, sir. It's, it's amazing. I think the problem was, I think it's difficult to release a single that is five minutes long. Okay. But I think bombs. that's partly it. fire. Drake is killing it. He's killing it. It is. It's just like a long song and Drake's rapping for two minutes. It's not like, yeah. it's not you. like some flow that like sticks in your head. That's like hype. Mm-hmm. I don't know what about it is, but yeah. grill me completely. Gravity sounds amazing in this. Mm-hmm. Price of fame is so good. Oh my God. The six minute one. Yep. Yeah, I love that. I mean, he loves doing these deep vocal things. He did on Gravity and did on this. The mm-hmm. song could have started after the deep vocal thing, but mm-hmm. but then there's the tempo change and the beat change in that one. It's crazy. Um, how do you feel about this album? Yo, um, the, I'll, you, you give a lot of praise, and I'll continue the praise, but I will say one thing. I think it could have been shorter. So I did enjoy this okay. album, but actually a lot of my friends actually said something. Well, they said it was kind of boring. That's what they are saying. Like it was just long and the deep voices, the slow, melancholy, simple beats a little bit. Yeah. Wasn't their vibe. But I've been listening to Brent for a while now. And I will say to this day that his collaboration with Gold Link, um, what's the song? I know the chorus. Crew, Crew is one of the best hits of this decade. That song was yeah, it's a amazing. hit. And, and Brent is yeah. completely independent. Mm-hmm. Completely. And Wait, he's what? about to go completely independent. Best he's guy. about to go. He's about to go number one this week with a hundred thousand plus first week sales. Dude, I'm sorry, no All, way. He's he's independent. He's Look always been independent. Always independent. Dude, I don't know about that. How he got his start like he got his he got like really big after Crew, um, I think, um, what? and was getting placed on playlists. He was coming up during the whole SoundCloud era. I'm Did almost. Real? I am almost a hundred percent sure of seeing it. He is completely independent. It's all him, and he's no, doing crazy numbers for an R&B artist. 
Bro. He has better numbers than like his competitors who are all signed. Literally. Dude, what? Yeah. Um, Yo, end this shit right here, bro. Y'all need to get to work. <laughs> I need to get to work. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy. But oh, my God. My favorite song is, I think, right now is Jackie Brown. I'm just a sucker mm-hmm. for like the high-pitched vocals, like a yeah. Frank Ocean Nikes type. Only been a few ads, but a few like days. Like, yeah, mm. dude. His his ability to find That's melodies, it. like the price of fame, the six minute one, and yeah. there's like almost like a there's a beat switch and like a different yeah. he found so many different melodies that caught in my head yeah. so quickly. Me, me and my friend Jake were literally just sending voice memos to each other of like our favorite lines of like <laughs> my bitch boat, my bitch so what's the line? Um Fuck, I'm forgetting it. But we were literally just sending voice yeah. back and forth of doing our best rendition. Mocking, and gravity is, his voice. I wish I could do it. This soft ass voice. Yeah. Um and Gravity is still like my one of my favorite songs of all time. Like honestly, I think it's so, so good. You know how you said that um hearing wasting time, you liked it over like you liked it when you heard it through the yeah. album. No, Gravity went down gravity. for me. Bro, Tyler's verse is kind of useless. Like it's so short. Well, looking back on it now in the scope of the entire album, mm-hmm. he is like it fits completely with the theme of the album and his yeah, verse that's is true. about that's like mm-hmm. like needing this girl. Yeah, it could have been longer, but like mm-hmm. he does his thing. Tyler's getting way yeah, better at man. rapping. No, this is definitely one of the best projects of the year. I just wish it was maybe a little bit shorter, but because again, an yeah. hour, listen, bro, this was an hour and four minutes. If this was any artist but Brent, I, I promise you would be here complaining like, bro, cut this. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? But yeah. it was and good we'll see, either it's, way. It's, it, it's been a week, so we'll see how I'm able mm-hmm. to listen to the full thing. But um, Rolling Stone, I really like, just a vibey mm, ass yeah. beat. Also, the beats give me, have you ever seen the movie Us by Jordan Peele? Um. Oh, with the, no, I haven't. The I should have. I'm right. sorry. This, I this I won't make have. sense, but like the noises on the album with like the violin plucks sound mm-hmm. like a Jordan Peele movie. Mm. For people who for people who watch those movies, you'll understand more what I'm saying. The I'm trailer. I know the trailer. Boom, yeah, yeah boom, the trailer. It's like, boom, boom, boom. yeah. Mm-hmm. It didn't, like it's throughout the album. I think it makes a really cool vibe. No, um, um, and then this, another, is how you, this is how you execute an album. Like, like, like yeah. you said, the theme. Yeah. And then another completely 100% independent artist who dropped this week. Um, an amazing album, second album of the year, Code of the Friend with Memo. Um, mm-hmm. If you ever, ever need a summer vibe, this is the man to go to. And I'm trying to think who to compare him to. He's like, he's just so brutally honest in his lyrics. Mm-hmm. And it's just so commendable. I think he makes really catchy choruses over just really calming summery beats. Uh, I'm I'm a big Coda fan. I mean, as you should. He has been consistent. When did he drop his last project? Was it last year? Or it was last year, no, right? It was Jan. No, it was January. Yeah, this or, year. Holy moly! So lyrics yeah, to go lyrics, volume three. Yeah, and now that, I mean, that one made yeah. that one. I think is in my top five. I'll see. I forget what my list is. I have oh. it written down. But uh, okay, great yeah, album. Man. Shout out, shout out, Coda. Shout out to him. I'm, I'm excited for what he has next, and I hope he continues growing. 100 percent independent, of course. I'm still shook about Brent, yeah. but 100 percent independent, doing his thing and. We love you. We love you, man. Keep it up. And then your guy, Westside Gun, um, he also dropped yeah. as well. Wait, this is his last project. Am I right or am I wrong? Is it what he claims is his last project? We'll see. Claims. Um, but no, uh, he's doing big and better things fl- anyways. He's like um yeah. a fashion director too, like at somewhere. So he's doing his thing, yeah. making his bread. Um, Peace Fly God. I think the cover is so cool. Like I just like like that type of art. Album wise, it's all featuring every song is basically featuring him, Stove God Cooks who I'm a huge fan of. I can't wait for his debut album on Griselda. I think mm. it's Griselda. And um, I forget the name of the other rapper, but there's another guy <clears throat> featured throughout it. Um, I can't say this is my favorite West Side Gun project. It's fine. There's some cool yeah, tracks man. with Mad Lib. He drops um, a lot. I'll, 
<laughs> I won't cap. Uh, that's the thing, bro. Like after Pay for Paris, um, I still love Westside. He's still the boy. But I feel like my my love and momentum peaked at Pray for Paris because he guess he just kept dropping. And I know you're yeah. gassing up that one album. Was it Hermes Four or Hermes Five? Hitler wears Hermes. There was side A and B. I forget which number it is. Okay, side B is but really that one good. was good. Yeah. Yeah. Man. I mean, for him, like, he's very big on just letting. Uh, he tells other artists like, "You want like go for four minutes rapping." Like he's mm-hmm. really about letting other rappers shine. Like if you ever look up a Griselda freestyle, you'll never see him freestyling. It's him like doing some ad libs while Conway and Benny rap. Like he's really big on putting artists on. And I think he's at his best when he's finding the correct artist to feature with him. Mm-hmm. And I think Pray for Paris is just the best example of that. I mean, getting Joey and Tyler on the track and making 327. And I forget who's on the chorus, but. Uh, I think it was song. Joey. Yeah, because Paris no, will Joey. be Pray for. That's not Joey. Yeah, no, nah, it's, some, it's, it's Joey. some different guy. That's not Joey. Want to put money on it? Yeah, I'll put money on it. It's Joey, bro. That's how much I love the album. That's how much I loved it. That much that I know. I know every song. It's, I'm no, ready. the song on Apple I Music. Know Paris, was, I know Paris. So be prayerful. That's Joey, song, my brother. No, it will say Joey on Apple Music, but I don't think it's not. It's a guy named Billy Esco. Give me that. Run oh. me my money. Run me my money. Damn, bro. Hey, um, bro. The connection's <laughs> lagging. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, that's he's at his best when he's finding uh, mm-hmm. finding those people to work with. I will say that that album is one of, at least at that time, it was the best produced Griselda album, in my opinion. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. You got Tyler, you got Tyler on there. You got who else? Um, Jay Versace throughout it. Mm-hmm. Darren Jerome sure was on it, and you got yeah. some of the best Conway, mm-hmm. Benny, Westside Gun songs with like Allah Semi and mm-hmm. forget another one. Crazy album. Yeah, and you know a lot of like minimalistic. Obviously, we know West Side Gun style. I know yeah. Adam before was bumping some Afro beats. I'll still never forget that. I watched to his room right here. This guy, <laughs> New Jersey, what was I listening right here. To? I have no clue, but it was some Afro beats. But if you want to be yeah. really in the culture, Adam, and not be a vulture, I hope <laughs> you listen to that Burner Boy album. The boy, the uh, goat. Is it good? It is Burner Boy, Burner Boy, and I'm gonna say he is the best Afro. Afro pop, however you want to call it, artist out right now. Um, he dropped his project, Love Danny. Um, incredible, incredible. It, Always incredible. Tra- tra- yeah, you just send me tracks that I would bump from that. I, I think the opener. No tracks, you're going to listen to the whole thing from beginning to end. <laughs> the opener the opener to um, whoever Joey's, he might have been Afro. I don't really know what type of music the guy made, mm-hmm. but he was honestly pretty good. I forget, I'm blanking on his name, but look up who Joey's touring with. Bro, right. listen to the album, you'll get an easy tan. I need that. <laughs> and then going going along with Joey, he dropped a very heartfelt single dedicated mm-hmm. to Capital mm-hmm. Steve's Rest in Peace called Survivor's Guilt. So at yeah. the concert was the night that song was going to come out. And he's like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, everyone was like, play the song. And he's like, nah. He's like, this one you got to listen to like at home. Yeah. Uh, which is perfect because I that, that would have been a weird song to hear him perform. It's like way mm-hmm. too deep. But got me excited for the album. Um, I'm ready for it. I think it's gonna be very really good. Um, how good do you think it's gonna be, though? Like, I like I, again. I, you're telling me this too. Like, when people wait till midnight to hear an album and their expectations are way too high, so I'm really trying to keep it yeah. low. But it's been forever, dude. You are Joey. You are this quote unquote chosen yeah. child. You you gotta deliver. Yeah, and I, I mean, he it. did. He did one song that was unreleased that sounded really good, just lyrical, sparring mm-hmm. out. Um, and he has head high, which I mm-hmm. thought was a really good song. Yeah. and he dropped another one that's uh. I forget what it's called, but it's a really cool beat. Like I kind of know what I'm expecting from this. I think the the whole thing with Joey is that when he dropped 1999, it was like, whoa. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. who was the 16 year old kid bringing back in an era where that was kind of going away, like bringing mm-hmm. back this rap style. And now he's just another adult who's really good at rapping doing that style, which has kind of come back to be yeah. being popular. So yeah, man. I'm sure I'll be good. I'm, I don't think it's going to be like, whoa. Hopefully he delivers. But I think another MVP of these weeks, this week's drop was Killer Mike. Have you seen the Killer Mike? Have you heard the song first? I just, I just bumped it. I think Young Thug sounded really good on it. You didn't see the video, and did the, you? I didn't see the video. Oh, scrap it then, bro. You didn't. You missed the whole thing. The video, uh, cool video, bro. Like, oh my god. I won't even say nothing. You just have to see the video. Right, it is incredible. Out. Um, it's like a, you just have to see. It. It's like a World War type thing, and you just have to see it. It's beautiful. Okay. Like how it's Maybe that'll make me appreciate the song more. It will, which tends um, to happen. I thought yeah, Young Thug sounded yeah. cool on it. Um, and uh, basically, it's like a. Obviously, it's more than just the YSL situation, but it deals with that and stuff like that. Yeah. I thought that was mad dope. And remember what Kendrick said? Um, people wish hip-hop was back. Man, if you really supported hip-hop, Killer Mike would be going platinum. Be platinum. Um, he needs his flowers. Him and LP. Y'all priorities um, fucked up. Exactly. Um, him and LP on Run the Jewels. They've been amazing. Yeah. But I guess the moment everyone's been waiting for, yes. our top. Basically half. Yeah, we're basically halfway year. through the year. I don't think you're, you're going to enjoy my list. Um, mm, yeah, I'll go no, from we'll 10. See, we'll see. Maybe I'll like it. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> Number 10, Few Good Things, Saba. Number 9, <laughs> Lyrics... You about to say something? <laughs> um, lyrics to Go, Volume 3, Coda, Number 9. Number 8, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Okay. I was waiting for your reaction. I thought you were going to go something crazy with no, that. No, no, no. At least you have Number- it. we're going to have it at all. Yeah, no, no, no. It's it's good. Number seven, Dreamville, D-Day. Six, God Don't Make Mistakes, Conway the Machine. Five, Tana Talk 4, Benny the Butcher. Number four, Coco Drillo Turbo, Action Bronson. Okay. I really like that album. I'll explain that more. Number three, could be, recency bias, might be, Wasteland, Brent Fiaz. Uh, okay. Number two, more black superheroes, West Side Boogie. Amazing yes, album. I think everyone needs to listen to that. I think it's so good. Yeah. And number one album of the year, Cocaine's <laughs> Dr. Seuss, <laughs> Pusha T, It's Almost Dry, yeah. album of the year. He said at the concert, I'll say for him, album of the year. Still? Besides rock and roll, the song's ass. Besides rock and roll, <laughs> he's got, he's got, he got a perfect album with it. Still, to this day? Yeah. I, I was thinking another album could have been better, and it's just like, I really love every song on that besides that one song, but I think it was so good. Yeah, okay, but I will say that initially it was really high for me, but I guess it kind of dipped in. Like Daytona, that project alone lasted me the whole year. Like, I'm like, it's still to this day, like, bro, this is incredible. Yeah. The new project, it's almost dry, it's still incredible, but I don't know, like, I still pick Daytona over it personally. Which isn't like a problem, like Daytona is one of the best rap albums of this century of the 2010s like it was incredible it was a moment it was incredible it's hard to top that but it was i think it i think it did its job and i think he he's getting there uh he almost got there and just to explain some of my picks i love Mm -hmm. i just think action bronson is so funny and himself with the way he raps it's like it's a very specific like the way he phrases things is so specific the beats he chooses are amazing um features delivered on it uh i think it's a really cool album no, and then D- I'm happy you D- gave him his flowers. Yeah, and Dreamville D-Day. Um, I'm, just, I'm just a diehard Dreamville fan, and I, I really like the project. Yeah, fair All enough. Right, give me, let's let's see your top ten. So I won't lie, it's kind of hard. I didn't. I, I couldn't rank them. Do I kind of have to rank them? Are you forcing me to rank them, or can I just have my ten? 
I feel like you got to rank your top five. Like, there has to be a, a distinction of what's the top. Shit. Okay, okay. I'm going to go other way around then. Oh, this is so hard, bro. Like, if you want to just list the bottom seven, and then just... There there has to be an album that you think are, like, top three. Okay, let me list it, and then I'll be able to pick my top okay. three. That's here. One was Pusha T, it's almost dry. I mean, I feel like, obviously, that's one of the yes. best rap projects to drop this year. Uh, no discussion. Second is my guy. And this list is going to be a little bit um, uh, diverse. But number two, Stromae, my guy, the Belgian, oh, French. I never listened to it. EDM I need to artist. listen to it. I know you loved it when it came out. Yeah, his project, Multitude, incredible. Bro, I'll send it to you. You'll really enjoy it. If you don't know Stromae, go check him out. The dude is a genius. Um, number three, Lupe, Drill, Music, and Zion. Oh, my God. Also, I have to give more listens to that. We need to have a serious discussion. This guy is at least top 30 of all time. Top 20. I, yeah. Lupe is incredible, bro. This album, I, I have heard this album like six times and like every single time it just blows my mind. And he used a $100 microphone, yeah. a bunch of cheap equipment, whatever, and used Garage Band and yeah. made that project. With professional engineers, but yeah. <laughs> hey, bro, stop trying to take away the shine, bro. <laughs> Um, next up, we have Kendrick, Mr. Morale, the Big Steppers. I know how you feel about that. I get, um, I guess some, I feel like it didn't get the respect it deserved. The album was really good. And now, Adam, I rank it higher than damn. It's higher than damn for me. Like, <laughs> so, I understand. Yeah. It's not a bad album in any way. Mm-hmm. It's just the greatest rapper of our generation dropped an album that I thought wasn't as good as his other classic albums. Not every yeah. album. It's hard to drop a classic every single yeah. time. Yeah. So I'm not going like, to hold it against him. It's not a bad album in any way. Man, but it the just, way like, it was wasn't... received. Because you can't go five years and drop the most, like, like, what's the word? So like, Cardi vulnerable... B can do it, but not Kendrick? Who can do it? You said Cardi B can do it, but not Kendrick? No, no, no. no. Because no. <laughs> Cardi B is going to come with the same exact thing that, that she left with. Okay. Is why. Okay. It's like if Frank Ocean came back after five years and released a rap album. Everyone would be like, what? That's not what we wanted. Yeah. <laughs> like, we wanted to hear you sing. And it's like, for Kendrick, I mean, I'm not, you never know what you're going to get from Kendrick. He's so different every time. Just wasn't as high for me. But keep going with your list. You're right. Um, weekend, Don FM. The Weekend has been, I think, to, honestly, I'm going to say number one of this recent decade, at least the 2020s. I mean, bro, After Hours, Don FM. Like, dude, are you kidding me? <clears throat> um, he's been killing it. Um, next, I'm going to give it to Harry Styles, Harry's House. I really did enjoy that album, as I was, like, my favorite song of the year. Um, amazing, amazing project. Next is still the FAK Twigs project, a Capri Songs. The album was really, really good. Go listen to that. Um, next was Rosalia's album. Um, yo, that album was slept on. What's it called again? Like, Turbo Mommy or something? Something like uh, that. Moto Mommy. <laughs> Moto Mommy. Um, Adam, you're a Moto Mommy. I'm a Moto Mommy. We're all <laughs> Moto Mommies. Um, and then last was an alternative group called Spoon, and the album was Loose From the Sofa. That was a really good project. I think I have one more. And lastly, that project is Painless um, by Nilfer Yanya, another alternative artist. I'm in my alternative bag, so yeah, excuse you got me. It. Yeah, you're way more diverse than mm-hmm. my, my taste. I got to get mine out there. I but let me pick, let me pick my top three, and I'm going to give that to Lupe, Joe Music, and Zion. I'm going to give it to FAK Twigs, Capri Songs, and then I'm going to do, give me Spoon. Let me loose from the sofa, Spoon. Yeah. So this is my point, three. that the Kendrick album is a great album. Mm-hmm. But we all expected an album that would be the definite number one in all of our top yeah. end of the year list. Mm-hmm. And 
it's in the top 10, which is awesome for any artist to drop an album. There's a bunch of artists that didn't make my top 10, like Vince Staples, Earth Gang, who dropped great albums that mm-hmm. I kind of just like, it was hard to pick. So he's in there, but yeah. we all wanted our number one album of the year to be him. We wanted mm-hmm. it to be the album that we were bumping all summer and couldn't mm-hmm. escape. And I don't really hear people bumping it. I hear like Silent Hill playing. Yeah, but, I was on the radio. It was so weird because it's like, push these. Like, uh, yeah, but, uh, <laughs> I don't know why that was a hit from the song. It's not even that good. It's still, it bums. It's, but like, it's my favorite song on the album. I like it. It's a hard ass Off beat. the album, Silent Hill? Yeah. Favorite song. Get this guy out of here, but we out of here. But we, y'all, we, we ending up. We can't, I can't discuss, yeah. <laughs> can't discuss with this guy. But if you tune into the very end, thank you guys so much. We appreciate all the support. But I think we talked about everything we got to talk about. Yeah. Anything I'm missing, Adam? Nah. We out. And we are out.